Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. I passionately believe we need to create and grow a sense of community between the innovators and real estate agents and sharing our stories is a great way to do that. The aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible and to explore the issues and challenges raised by the tech and how they can create amazing property experiences. So my guest in this episode is David Stewart from MarketBuy, one of the growing number of innovative Australian businesses making private treaty negotiations faster and easier by managing that communication process around all the offers. Now MarketBuy allows real estate agents to manage the level of transparency they show their sellers and buyers, and it captures and creates a trail of all the offers and puts all the communication in one place. It's not an auction system, but it does seem to offer a lot of the advantages of an auction process in that both sellers and buyers receive fast updates on offers and are really clear on where they stand. So, David Stewart, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kyle. Great to be here. Yeah, great. So, give us the elevator pitch for Market Buy. Look, market buy in its really essential form is just a communication device. It just allows agents to deliver information really quickly, really officially and succinctly to everyone involved in the sales process. You know, I think um, in a lot of cases, people um, are worried that they're not going to be notified of stuff that's happening. And what we wanted to do is just make that whole process simpler and just introduce a level of transparency to the offer process. And in a nutshell, that's what we are. You know, we talk a lot about being a really effective communication platform. Um, and I think that's what we do best. Cool. So what are the, what are the trends that have led to market by um, coming into being? So what are you plapping into? Born from a single sale, actually. Uh, you know, I had a, a, a really good friend of mine, a guy that I went to primary school with, went to high school with, went on to play football with. So I'd known him for about 35 years. And he walked into my office one day about, you know, about this time, or it was a bit later, late December, and asked me to sell his property. And then dumped on me that he'd bought another property unconditionally and his broker had told him unless he sold his own property really quickly, he wasn't going to be in a position to purchase. Um, so we dumped it on the market and we put it on at a really competitive price. And over the Christmas period, we had about 15 people that wanted to buy this house. And out of that, about 10 people came in to put offers in. And because we had an auction, because being the Christmas period, I went through a really laborious process of dragging all the buyers in, spending a lot of time with them, making sure they knew that they had to put in their very best offer, that there wasn't going to be a second opportunity, that they had to go as high as they were prepared to go. And if they didn't, they ran the risk of losing the property. And I, I was really quite careful with every buyer. Like this was a good personal friend of mine. So I wanted to make sure that they got the very best price I could generate. We sold it, um, took me two days to write up those offers. And as I came back to the office, I started to ring through the buyers that weren't successful to explain to them that they'd missed out. And I started to get the old stuff that I'm sure agents out there are so used to. I didn't believe you, you had so many offers. Can I make another offer? Um, you know, is it too late? And I just said, look, it's done. The contracts are signed. And it was really quite a crushing feeling because out of all of those buyers, had they been given a level of transparency, I'm sure there would have been a number of them that would have paid more. But buyers tend to hold a little bit back in reserve because no one wants to be that person that pays too much. 
And when you're not giving them information as to where they need to aim at and what they need to pay, they do keep a little bit in reserve. So um, in a bit of a huff, I went home to my wife and said, look, the next time I do this, I'm just going to eBay it, like stuff it. This is ridiculous. Um, Little tip for people out there, don't eBay property. Like it's (laughs) not a good idea. Don't do it. Um, And so I, I got together with some people I knew and, and just said, look, we, we need to find a solution for this. I need to not so much affect or change the auction process because I think the auction process works quite well as it is, but we need to take particularly around multiple offers and we need to in, create a tool that just makes life easier. Um, and that's that was the birth of MarketBuy. Cool. So who's involved in MarketBuy? Who, who are your partners so it started off with just uh, me and my uh, lead developer Joel so Joel and I I've known Joel for a number of years and um, we got together and you know being an agent I'm certainly not a coder and I'm not someone who can put software together I can certainly dream up these crazy things but I've got no chance of creating them myself Um, and we sat down over a cup of coffee one day and you know he decided it was a good idea and it was in his wheelhouse to be able to put something this to get like this together Um, so we embarked on our little journey as we've gone along we've added people to it so chris gilmore who runs all properties group in southeast queensland um, i met him at a conference a couple of years back he thought it was a fantastic idea so he became involved and just recently um, in the early part of this year a, a guy by the name of john hellaby for some of people might know runs check my house price um we've been speaking for a number of years and you know we've been bouncing ideas off each other in 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 regards to our respective businesses um he'd often expressed a desire to get involved so he's a uh, our most recent addition to the market buy family and now takes care of all of our digital strategy and you know long-term strategic plans for the company so there's there's four of us, um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my wife. My wife runs all the accounts and the and the back end of it, so I, I, there's that's who's involved. That sounds fantastic. So, tell me about what's the experience like. So, if I'm a buyer, what's it like for me to be working with an agent who's using Market Buy? Look, I think as I said, it just really simplifies that communication process. So it's really quite easy for. A, um, a an agent to create an account for a buyer. They can either send them a link where the, where the buyer fills out their own email address and phone number um, and creates an account for them or the agent can just add them in straight away. You know, we're really clear about what we do. We're not a, we're not a portal, so there's no marketing on our sites. Um, you know, we're a very much an invitation-only site. So, you know, the, the security and the confidentiality of all that information is retained to the people who are approved to view the sale also gives agents some confidence Um, but it's a really you know one of the really core things that we've been very keen to do since the outset is to ensure that the the interface or the or the user experience from both a a buyer's point of view and an agent's point of view is kept as simple as possible Um, i think one of the things that technology often fails to do is to understand that the the people who are building it may have a reasonable understanding around tech but the people that are using it often don't Um, so while our software is extraordinarily sophisticated in the in the back end and in, in, in its architecture the user experience is really quite easy so you know provided they can remember their phone number and their email address that's pretty much all they need to be able to do to be able to register for a market buy sale right and so what happens once a property's listed with market buy what do what does the buyer then get told 
so we're not a method of sale. We're just a method of helping agents to manage the offer process. So, you know, agents can set these up in any number of ways. They can have fixed date sales. They can run it as a standard private private treaty or private sale type arrangement. Um, and they don't really tell buyers a lot. You know, again, we are very much, um, very much from our point of view, it allows buyers to compete or to negotiate on a property or to have that information forwarded to an agent and an owner once they're interested. Um, but, you know, a, a standard sort of line or a standard sort of dialogue that an agent will use, you know, a buyer might go through on a private inspection. They might ask what the process is to putting an offer in. Um, and the agent just simply says, look, we manage our offers online. It ensures that the owner knows exactly what's going on. It ensures that we can get back to you very quickly. All I need is a name and an email address and I'll be able to forward an invitation to the for you very quickly um, and then you know agents also use it for provision of contracts you know there's a there's the ability to upload um, section 32 vendor statements in Victoria um, you know comparable sale documents building pest reports strata reports DA reports all sorts of different types of reports can be uploaded as a downloadable PDF so even if a buyer just request further information or documentation, they can log them in as a potential buyer and they can download that information directly from the site. Great. So if I'm a buyer, do I see other people's bids or what they've offered? Or they're offered? Uh, so there's a, there's a level of transparency. They can certainly see the price. Um, but what they can't see is other information such as, you know, terms, conditions, settlement dates. They all form part of an offer that a buyer puts in, um, but they can certainly see um, the price itself. But as we always say to buyers and as agents say to buyers, you know, a owner of a property will not always determine the most appropriate offer based purely on price. Terms and conditions and particularly settlement dates often have a large impact. And we see time and time again where agents on behalf of their owners have accepted an offer that is lower than the highest offer currently listed simply because the terms and conditions are superior. Right, fantastic. So, so what's changed in the market, do you think, that means that people are looking for solutions like this now? Yeah, look, I, I think it's very much consumer-led. Um, I think there is, you know, the, the transactional experience for people um, purchasing real estate really hasn't changed over the last 40 or 50 years. And we now live in a society where people have an expectation that they will be able to conduct transactions of all types online. Um, and they want access to that information when they're ready, not when the agent's ready to give it to them, not when the agent's ready to meet them, not when, um, you know, when it suits the real estate agent, but when it suits the consumer. Owners themselves also have an expectation that they're, they're going to be able to log into central portals or they're going to be notified of activity on their property as and when it happens. So I think just the, 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 the almost... Um, shift right across the board to online transactions and speed of access to information um, is, is affecting all industries, not just real estate. And I think real estate's been one of the last ones to really grasp this and take it on board. Um, but I think across the board through all industries, it's inevitable and it's absolutely inevitable within real estate. Uh, you know, we've just just finalised our first sale in, in the States, in Minnesota. So um, we've had sales in almost every state in Australia. We've had sales in New Zealand. We've now got sales happening uh, in the States. We've got a couple more running in Minnesota and a couple to be uploaded early next week in Texas. So I think, you know, 
from a consumer's point of view, that transactional expectation of being able to access information online is consistent in any market and as we're finding out in any country. Yeah. So well, how big is the market in Australia, do you think? Look, we, we currently have 1,020-odd accounts. Um, you know, we look at the available agents and, you know, that accounts for about point. Six percent, I think the last figures we looked at of the total agents in Australia. So we are very much an emerging part of the real estate market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't think across the platforms that are out there at the moment that there's any one platform that has a, a a massive take of the real estate market. I think you know we've been around now. We started building this in late 2015. We launched it within our office in 2016, and we took on our first agents in June of 2017. So you know, we're two and a half years into this. We're, we're about 1,500 sales or 1,600 sales now that have been uploaded. Um, and I just think it's just that gradual shift. So, you know, it is very much an emerging part of the real estate landscape. And, and, and certainly, I, I think we're a, a little way off be, before any of us can claim to be mainstream at this point in time. But it is growing and it's growing rapidly. Like to go to, a you know, over a 1,000 users within two and a half years just shows the, you know, the speed of uptake and the pace of change that's happening within real estate at the moment. I think real estate is is an industry that is in flux. There is a lot of change taking place. There's a lot of people and a lot of companies that have a vision for where they see the real estate industry going. Um, and we're just part of that. Mm. So, well, congratulations. That's a, great, that's a great number. Let's just take a short break. And now a word from our sponsors. If your business is growing quickly, you need to scale your team. BPO is an Australian outsourcing company that specialises in helping real estate and technology businesses to grow. Outsourcing is not just about bringing on staff with a lower cost base. BPO recruits and manages staff based in the Philippines who will become full-time members of your team. They will help you identify the key skill sets, the employment history and other attributes that you need from your employees and match your requirements with the right staff. BPO will also help you to break down your structure, job descriptions, task management, and to understand how having a virtual team fits into your organisation. Done properly, outsourcing can help you understand the internal processes of your business, drive your efficiency, and provide you with a roadmap for growth. So talk to BPO and scale your business for success. Well, there's a few other um, players in this space what do, who are trying to make negotiating more transparent. How do you, what do you see your what differentiates market buy? So we're very different. Um, you know, a lot of them are auction. There's one in Sydney. Um, they were auction works online. I think they've rebranded just recently to sold online. I think they are now. Um, and they were actually the first. So, you know, uh, there's Reso and Open Negotiation and us, but uh, sold online were around six or seven years before any of us thought of this. Um, and I think they were absolutely the pioneers of this type of, this type of sale. And I think they were probably a good 10 years ahead of the market. I think they were absolutely well ahead of their time. Um, A lot of them take very much an auction view of it. Uh, We don't. You know, we're very much centred around the private sale process or the private treaty process. 
Um, you know, we have a very unique platform that allows us to be very specific at the information that we deliver. So, you know, a buyer sees very different information to what an agent sees and an agent sees very different information to what an owner sees and a viewer sees very different different information again. So, you know, we work on a halo of web pages that all talk to our server um, over a 30 second period and allows that server to determine where they are in the sales process and allows them to deliver or allows the server to deliver that information back to the participants, depending on where they are and allows us to have massive amount of flexibility and means that we can set up sales in any number of ways. So I think it's our agility and our flexibility that really sets us apart. Cool. So, so tell us about um, some of the success stories that your clients have reported to you from using Market Buy. Oh yeah, look. Um, so we we run two to three hundred sales in any given time. So we have a, a lot of success stories. I mean, you know, there was one that was highly publicised a few months back where a buyer went through an Ipswich real estate property. Um, the agent opened up the property just after the open for inspection. The buyer got an, went straight from the open for inspection to the local supermarket to do a weekly grocery shopping. Um, she had a notification as she was shopping that the sale had opened. She made an offer. Uh, the agent very quickly made a counter offer. The buyer agreed to that offer, um, and she bought. She walked into a supermarket and bought a property before she'd made it to the check. <laughs> That's stuff that we do. You know, we had a had another situation, and this one was in Victoria, where a buyer had gone through an or a couple had gone through an open for inspection, and as is often the case. Uh, one buyer really liked it. She really liked it. He was a little bit not too sure. He was not as convinced that this was the right property for them. Um, and as the story goes, and this was related back to the agent later, they went home and proceeded to argue for the next few hours about this property. Um, she obviously won because at about two o'clock in the morning, um, you know, not being able to sleep because they continued their argument well <laughs> into the early hours of the morning. He walked up, got got up, walked to the kitchen, grabbed his phone, opened up the, uh, the, the the offer page, made an offer, took it in, showed her he'd made an offer and said, now, like, shut up and go to sleep. Um, happy wife, happy life. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it's that kind of flexibility and it's that kind of um, convenience that allows us, and we talk to agents a lot about this, where we say, you know, in traditional sales processes, a buyer makes a decision to buy a property and then they have to jump through a thousand hoops to actually make that offer. They have to contact the agent. We all know agents don't answer phones these days. So they make, they leave a message, the agent rings back, they leave a message. Like there's a real time delay between when they've made that decision as to when they actually get together and formalize that offer, you know, through an online process like ours, um, when that buying signals or that buying urge strikes, they're able to act on it straight away. Not only are they able to act on it straight away, but it allows the agent and the owner to communicate quicker and to, and to respond quicker. Um, it also creates greater credibility. So from a buyer's point of view, rather than relying on the advice of the agent that there's other offers, if there are other offers, um, the buyers can see that happen in real time. So, you know, it does create that or promotes that competition and makes it easier for a buyer to do what they want to do and, and submit their offer. And they know that that offer is being submitted directly to the agent and the owner. Um, one of the big questions buyers will always ask an agent is, you know, when are you going to present my offer or when is the owner going to know about my offer? And the real concern from a buyer's point of view is that maybe that agent will just hold on to it. You know, maybe it'll mm. take them two or three days to get to the book 
get to the owner and actually tell them about their offer. You know, the credibility or the security of knowing that information is being transmitted to everyone involved in the sales process instantaneously um, certainly, you know, alleviates a lot of those concerns. We're seeing a lot of tech at the moment and I think market buyers probably well in this space where that is looking to remove the agent from being the bottleneck in the communication. So any any process that relies on a hu- two human beings connecting via, you know, telephone and then passing messages backwards and forwards seems to be really old school in this day and age. Yeah, I agree. But I think we've got to be careful not to remove the agent from the transaction. You know, we've been very, very careful in the creation of this to keep the agents as the central point. Mm. Um, You know, but what we do understand is no one answers their phone anymore. Like you can ring 20 people and you'd be lucky to get through to two of them. The rest of them just go through to voicemail. And I'm the same, you know, when people ring me, I'll look at it and unless it's, unless it's someone that I really know or someone that I want to talk to, I'll just let it go through to the keeper. No yeah. one wants to answer a phone. Like the preferred method of communication for everyone in this day and age is probably number one for speed would be text and then email as a, as a secondary form of communication. And I just think that that's that trend is not going to diminish and it's certainly not going away anytime soon. So, you know, why don't we capitalise on that? And also, if you have a look at, at the general population, whether it be at the local doctor's office or anywhere else that people have got any sort of amount of spare time, they are glued to their device. They're, 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 their face is buried in their phone or their iPad or some other sort of device. Um, and, you know, it's horrifying when you look at your screen time statistics at, at the end of every day, you know, you'll often spend five or six hours online on your device. So again, mm-hmm. that's a trend that's not going anywhere fast. So why don't we just go, well, if that's the way life's going to be, let's capitalise on that and let's make that work to our advantage as opposed to it being a disadvantage. Yeah. So so what are some of the objections that agents have given you for not adopting market buy? Uh, agents are awesome. Um, <laughs> agents love to tell us that we're going to steal their jobs from them. And look, I, right. I understand their concern. And I think, you know, agents at the moment are really suffering from what we what we've come to class as tech fatigue you know they're having so much stuff thrown at them you know i find a lot of the tech that's being presented to them is being presented by people that don't really have any live experience in being an agent on the ground they don't understand the pressures that a real estate agent faces day day in and day out managing their you know the emotional states of buyers and owners Mm. and expectations of being on call 24 hours a day and all of those type of issues that agents have to face day to day so you know i think one of the objections is just stop already like stop with the tech just let us do our job um but you know we find that we have a much more successful cut through when we explain to them that we're there to make their lives more efficient we're there to allow them to handle this new omnipresent 24 hours seven day a week world that we all find ourselves in and to allow them to cut down on on a lot of those um, unnecessary phone calls and to give them more control in the sales process, not less control, and to more effectively position them as the central point within the negotiation to give them that ability to really be able to control who go, who sees what, who gets what information, who's involved in the sale. Um, and, you know, we see it time and time again. You know, I had an agent in Geelong yesterday um, who is settling settling on his own house 
and was there just moving boxes and offers came through and he very simply at 11 o'clock yesterday declared the property on the market, declared it on the market at 5.23. The buyers fought it out for another 15 or 20 minutes and ended up selling it at 5.30. But, you know, it was really interesting. The phone call that I had with Mark afterwards was that, that would have taken him all day to sort out. What would normally take him all day and rob him of his Sunday, um, he was able to sort out in about 35 minutes. So it's just, it's, it's efficiency of communication. Mm. And how does it work in terms of prices achieved? Yeah, look, that's that's an unanswerable question. And, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of platforms like to say that or a lot of uh, tech likes to say the results in better prices. But, you know, I've always been pretty pragmatic around that and said, well, unless you take exactly the same house and offer it over three different types of sales and in every conceivable um, available, you know, way to take offers, there's no real way of knowing. I personally think it promotes greater competition. I think it allows people to have less barriers of entry to a sale. But, Let's be realistic, Kylie. Would you expect me to say anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for your honesty, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I can only speak in the like, – we've got a lot of agents use it. Now, I'm still an active agent. To be fair, I don't list a lot of properties these days because I've got a 1,000 agents to deal with, but I yep. still occasionally list properties for family and friends. So as an, as an agent as opposed to a market or as the owner of market buy, I find that it makes my life easier. I find it promotes quicker and easier sales. Um, does it necessarily, would it necessarily get a better price than a traditional auction or a traditional um, fixed date sale where those offers were kept um, kept completely private? I don't know. I'd like to think it would, but I, I think that's one of those things where, you know, it, it's, it's, there's, there's no way to know that absolutely other than to say that we just create much greater efficiencies and we are just tying in to the expectations and the increasing expectations of transparency amongst consumers across all industries. Let's just pause there for a moment and hear a quick word from our sponsors. As a real estate agent, you know you need to be doing more content marketing, but creating posts for social media, creating videos and reports is hard work, lots of hard work, and it takes time. So that's why you need Homeprezzo. If you're a typical agent posting one or two social media posts a week, Homeprezzo can save you between 75 to 100 hours a year. How many more properties could you sell if you had that time back? Homeprezzo can help you create engaging, informative videos about how the property market in your local suburb is performing. Plus, it makes creating suburb reports, rental videos for landlords, and social media infographics an absolute piece of cake. If you can type in a suburb or type an address, you can create a Prezzo using Home Prezzo in just a few minutes. Listeners to the PropTech podcast receive a 14-day free trial. Now, that's twice as long as the normal free trial. So go to homeprezzo.com.au and click the sign up button and use the code PropTech to get your extended free trial or click the link in our show notes. So, so what does the future hold for Market Buy? What's on your roadmap? So we have a really 
big plan to go and have a crack at the Americans. Um, I think the American market is even more closed than the Australian market. You know, they um, they have buyers agents and selling agents, and they're often from different companies. And there's a much greater level of frustration around the delivery of information, or you know, the the hiding of information in a lot of cases. And our few early test sales in the states have um, have suggested to us that we've got a really big role to play in the American sales as far as, again, just, you know, taking out a lot of the convoluted procedures that just make selling of a property more difficult and more time consuming than it needs to be. Um, as far as the Australian market goes, well, you know, obviously we'll just double down on on what we've done over the last couple of years and, and continue to increase our market share and our user base and, um, you know, continue to evolve the process. You know, we're very, very big on making sure that our, our platform evolves with the agent's needs. So we take a lot of feedback from our users and we are on an, a, an, an, a never ending and aggressive um, mission to continue to make it better and to add new features. Um, we also are very keen to further our initial discussions that we've had with CRMs. Um, while we talk about tech fatigue, I think it's really important that we understand that our role in the real estate transaction is never going to be standalone. You know, I think from an agent's perspective, they have to look at all of the tech that's being presented to them and what they really need and what they really want is an end-to-end -end process. And from their perspective, it needs to be easy to use and it needs to be seamless. So we are working with a number of different suppliers from, you know, CRMs all the way through to the other end with online conveyancing and, and PEXA related type companies that will allow us to create a single stop shop or a single um, access point for, for the agents. And we'll just form part of that overall environment as opposed to being a standalone piece of tech that we are today. Yeah, I guess no one lies in bed at night wishing they could log into another platform, do they? No. Certainly not in real estate. I think that's what most agents mean when they say they've got tech fatigue. They're just exhausted by trying to remember their passwords. Well, they do. And, you know, <laughs> at the moment, they've got to log into a CR They've got to log into an inspection app. They've got to log into a CRM. They've got to log into, um, you know, social media. They've got to log into all these different platforms. And there's and 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 there's no. There's no shortage of new ones popping up day to day. And we recognize that's that's a real challenge. It's a challenge for every tech company out there. Um, and, you know, one of the solutions to that is to create a really collaborative environment where we're able to dovetail into existing platforms. We don't want to be the, you know, all encompassing because I just think that's too hard and you can't be everything to everyone. Um, mm -hmm. But if we can dovetail in and work collaboratively with, with, with other platforms, you know, starting with obviously CRMs and of course the other end of it, you know, doc document delivery and document conveyancing and that type of stuff um, that we'll, we'll find a, a, a really strong market position that allows us to, um, you know, make agents' life easier, you know, and I didn't create this to sell to the real estate industry. You know, I created this born out of my own personal frustration with the way the offer process was being managed and the frustrations that our consumers had. It was only after I ran a few sales out of my office and, you know, being a real estate agent, never shy of self-promotion, I, you know, blasted that stuff through social media and all through real estate groups um, that we started getting phone calls from agents asking if they could use it. So we very quickly retooled and, you know, created a 
created the ability for agents to brand it up in their own colors and for agents to have their own identity around it. And then, then we released it. But, you know, we are, we are in the real estate industry and we are sold to real estate agents by accident, not by design. But now that we're in this position, um, you know, our, our overriding ethos is to make agents' life easier and to give them the tools that they need to better manage what is just a, um, a unrelenting digital world. Mm. So how do you see the role of the real estate agent changing in the next sort of three to five years? I think the real estate industry is going to get smaller. Um, across the board, whether it's Australia or whether it's other countries, I think there's going to be less agents that do more. Um, you know, I think there, there's going to be a move away from, you know, the traditional uh, high street office or the traditional strip office. Uh, and we're going to see more and more stuff concentrated online. And, you know, I think we'll start to see more co-working type spaces as well. Um, but it's going to be the agents that are able to really leverage. Because, you know, as a small independent office these days, you can reach as many people as a big franchise can. You just need to know your way around social media and, you know, have people at, in 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 your court that can help you uh, promote yourself through those means. Whereas, you know, back when I started in real estate in the, in the late 90s, you know, you, you needed you needed access to a really large compass and infrastructure like a, a big office in order to have any sort of presence. And that's changing. Um, and I think the agents that embrace change and the agents that evolve with change will be the ones that will, you know, use those tools not to just create a point of difference, but use those tools again to create greater efficiencies and allow them to handle more volume quicker, faster, and more efficiently. Um, and the ones that, that refuse to move and refuse to change, well, you know, I, I think they'll end up finding themselves really struggling in, in the market. And I don't think that's going to happen quick. You know, the real estate industry does not evolve quickly. It never has. Um, in my 21 or 22 years in real estate these days, you know, we've seen an evolution. Even realestate.com.au took 10 years to, to really stamp itself as a, as, as the player it is today. Um, you know, I remember its early days as property secret and, it's, and, it, and its evolution from there to now hasn't been a short journey. So, you know, I, for those that say in 12 months time or two years time, real estate is going to be radically different. I think it'll be a much more gradual evolution, but an evolution nonetheless. So that's been fantastic, Dave. Thank you so much for your time. It's great to hear about the success of Market Buy and um, looking forward to hearing more success stories from the US and as you as you grow. Yeah, no, we're, yep. we're, we're looking forward to it. It should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you've, you've been to the States, I love dealing with the Americans. They are oh, so, hilarious. They're so enthusiastic about everything. They're just awesome. It's, it's really good to go and I think to go to those conferences and to, to learn to pitch your products to the Americans because they do have a completely different approach to the Aussies. They're, you know, usually a lot more friendlier, but you do get to hone your, um, your pitch, don't you, really well. And they don't, they don't, um, they certainly don't, they're not backwards in, in telling you what they think. They're very, very forthright and they're very straightforward. Um, yep. And I find that refreshing. You know, Australians don't like to hurt anyone's feelings. You know, they're very 
almost politically correct about the way they deal with stuff and they can say oh you know that looks great i think that's fantastic and then you'll never hear from them again Um, but you need the negativity as much as you need the positivity you need people to tell you what's wrong with it you need people to tell you what needs to be approved and what needs to be evolved and and that in itself just speeds up the process of getting the product out that you need to fit the market Um, and there's no point releasing something that just looks cool like it has to actually work and it has to it has to deliver tangible benefits yeah, and so are you heading back over to Inman this year? We are. We're off to New York. Yeah, off to New York. Yeah, we're we're off to New York, and I think uh, John is trying to wrangle his way into Startup Alley. So that'll be fun. That'll be our first conference where we actually have a stand. Um, the last couple that we've been to, and obviously we're at uh, Inman this year, and we're also at san francisco nar but we were really just over there just to get a bit of a lay of the land just to see how things worked and to you know not jump in with both feet before we knew what we were jumping into but we'll embark next year over over more of being um you know an actual product supplier and a product provider and you know attend the conferences that we think that are important but you know be there as 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 a as a as part of their trade shows look thanks so much for your time dave it's been great to hear about market buy no problems at all i appreciate you taking the time to talk to us so that was dave stewart from market buy and i think the fact that there's so much innovation happening in this space of improving that transparency around private treaty negotiations is really exciting and it's really needed in our industry there's absolutely nothing worse than being left in the dark around any transaction or when you're trying to buy anything And when you add the hundreds of thousands of dollars and sometimes even millions in the size of a property purchase, not to mention that extraordinary emotional importance, it's a recipe for real stress. And agents who don't manage it properly are opening themselves to be the centre of that stress. So the traditional methods that we use as real estate agents to manage that process, which has always traditionally been phone calls and now more recently emails and texts, well, that's just no longer fit for purpose. Agents who refuse to embrace these new tools are really guilty of choosing a typewriter instead of a computer. And why would you do that? Now, what I love about MarketBuy is that agents can manage the visibility of the information they decide to share and that it's both sellers and buyers and agents who win with this new transparency. I love that the growth in this sector led by Australian PropTex and I love the passion that Dave's got and how he approaches MarketBuy. And I wish the guys at MarketBuy all the best for their expansion into the US this year. So now if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech podcast, we would love you to tell your friends or drop me a line via email, LinkedIn or on our Facebook page. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, on Google Podcasts and now we're on Apple iTunes. So I'd like to thank my audio support, Charlie Hollands and the fabulous Jill Escudero and our sponsors, Beepo, making outsourcing easy and the fabulous Homeprezzo, turning your data into amazing marketing content. So thanks everyone and until next week, keep on prop checking.